following podcast contains spoilers and words like and gosh Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Watched a Thing. I'm Billy, and with me this week is my beautiful wife, Noosk, again, because Toph is still slacking off. How are you doing, Noosk? I'm good, thank you. Got your sake there? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't want to do this with me again, did you? Uh... I was happy to do it again. I'm not happy about the movie that you made me watch. <laughs> Let's just say it up front. <laughs> That's not fair. We had a lovely date night last night. I thought it would be fun to watch a little romantic comedy. Mm. So we did check out the brand new Netflix original, Holiday, which is a 2020 American romantic comedy holiday film, which quite frankly is not that romantic, barely comedic and not that holiday focused really <laughs> directed by john Widdersell from a screenplay by tiffany paulson it stars emma roberts luke bracy jake manley jessica capshaw andrew bachelor francis fisher manish dial and Kristen chenoweth and what is it about noosk <laughs> it is about a woman who is single and how she shouldn't be you said it's not about holidays. Well, it's not about Christmas specifically. It's a, it's a bit strange that it's come out as a Christmas movie when Although it's I, all-encompassing of all the holidays. Yeah, I did always suspect that Netflix had no faith in this movie releasing a holiday movie at the end of October. Yeah. Yeah, well, they released it around Halloween and it is a horror show, so <laughs> that's fair. Good on Netflix. Good call. All right, so let, let's get into it then. Well, my notes progressively get worse and worse because we were also checking the time constantly to see how long it had left. Sign of a great film. Yeah, yeah. It is only an hour 40, by the way, but it feels a lot longer. felt endless. Okay, so here's the thing. I like romantic comedies. I'm one of those guys that really enjoys rom-coms. And you and I have watched many a good rom-com. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's the Even thing. bad ones and enjoyed them. Yeah. People people can rag on Nancy Myers all they want. Nancy's my gal, man. I, I love a yeah. Nancy Myers film. This movie, I felt like it just didn't really know what it was- trying to do. I yeah. didn't I didn't like any of the main characters for starters. And that no. was that was hard for me. Part of the reason I thought we should do this is I, I really, really like Emma Roberts, actually. Mm. Um and I think she can be quite charming. And in this movie she was just awful. Um don't get me started on, on the- <laughs> Luke Bracey, who <laughs> I mean, home and away is definitely where his career should have ended oh my based God. on this film. Was he on Home and Away? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I felt like I was watching Home and Away yeah. anytime he was acting. And I was like, <laughs> am I just being, you know, rude to all Australian actors? Like, is it just that his accent in this is a bit jarring and I'm I feel like I'm watching Home and Away because they're all very American or No, nah, there are definitely no, he good was Australian actors bad. and he's not one of them. I mean And she she wasn't great either. As you say, she can be so charming. I've I've loved her in other things, but no character in this was likable. No. Yeah. And I, I wanted to feel sorry for her, but I didn't. You and I have both been out of the dating scene for a long time. Mm. But I guess we have single friends. Is the concept of a holiday a real thing? Or is that something that this movie is just making up? Look, maybe for some people it is. They feel 
lonely around the holidays and they just want someone for the holidays or in this case they want someone around so that their family don't harass them I, about I mean, being that. single but then but then the entire film was hinged on them being each other's holidays and you know the the haters can go away and and then they told the family that was constantly harassing her yeah <laughs> um that it was literally just holidating. Yes. Here is- so they continued to harass her and I was like, okay, great. Here is one of my Unless- big beefs with the movie and I have several big beefs. My first mm-hmm. is that, yeah, I didn't understand the concept. If the idea behind a holiday is to like get your family off your back at the holidays- isn't the I- yeah? Isn't the idea that you just lie and be like, "Oh yeah, this is my date"? Yes. W- why would you then say, "Oh, I don't really know this guy. I'm just like," and just get your family on your back even more? Yes. I did not understand that. Well, then the mum was telling them to, you know, just try have sex, and yeah. you never know where it will lead you. And then they were joking about going to have sex, and she was like, "Oh, you think you're funny?" And I'm like, "What? Yeah. This doesn't make any sense." No, because my second big beef with the film is that, firstly, he he really has no need and no motivation for a holiday at all. His yeah. family is in Australia. They make they make it very obvious why she needs one, but he's the one who pushes for it. Yeah, and there's no reason as to why he needs one. He exactly. he hooks up all the time with you know like I don't know what he was a secretary or something. He said no, some random. Oh, I was tuning out and like, lot. mate, if you don't want if you don't want a date for the holidays, you don't want the hassle of women. Just, just don't do it, mate. Like you're, you're here on your own. You seemingly have zero friends anyway. Just, I don't know. Do whatever you want on the whole. No, no. Buddy. Come on now. He had the token black friend. Oh, that's that, right. That was another trope that we just did, did again. Yeah. And my other <sighs> really big beef with the film. Not only does he have no friends, she has no friends either, and I don't mm. understand why. Like, if you know, if you're gonna be upfront about, oh, this is. She's telling her family, this guy's not even a friend. This is just some rando. Just bring a fucking friend to Christmas dinner if you want. Like, yeah. I just don't understand it how- It wasn't based in reality, that's no, for sure. No one's likable. No one is likable. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Let's circle back, though, because you just said you don't want the hassle of women for the holidays. What's that about, Billy? No, not me. I'm saying <laughs> this guy. Like, uh-huh. supposed, Supposedly, that was his motivation, was that he didn't want the hassle of dating at the holidays. Yeah. And it's like, why can't you do that without a holiday? Like, you are a free man. You don't even have family here to impress or anything. You don't seem to need to go to a Christmas gathering. Just don't. But mm. just do whatever you want. Go to a Chinese restaurant. That's what I would do if I was single at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I just, oh, I was so disappointed in this film. From the get-go, it was like, oh, great, another movie about how she's single and, oh, it's sad for her. She's single. Why aren't you married yet? I was like, seriously? And then it and then it wasn't that she could be single by choice. She had to be a bitter and wronged woman and her family were constantly at her, which I suppose, you know, still happens, but she, she was – Bitter and disappointed that she wasn't with someone, but an entire year of holidays goes by and they obviously fall in love with each other yeah. and they can't tell each other because they're both so hurt. And I'm like, yeah. are you though? Like, you guys have had some pretty intimate moments with each other and yeah. what you can't you can't say because of- oh, was, And ugh. that brings me to my largest beef with the film. Of my several beefs, this is my biggest beef. Is that, you know, this movie 
could have done something interesting. At one point, it brings up the concept of rom-coms and how they're dodgy because there's always, you know, no real reason for these people not to get together. Mm. And, you know, like, they have a full discussion about that. That's exactly what this movie is, like, to the nth degree. Mm. Like, this is the worst example of these people having zero reason to not just get together, to not to not even try date. There's no explanation for why they don't do that at all. And not only is there no explanation, there's no logical reason. It doesn't make sense. So, I just don't even understand why they bring up that conversation about the rom-com. If you're not going to spin that on its head and maybe use that as a point of difference, Mm. why do you bring it up? Because all you're doing is drawing attention to how bad this movie is. (laughs) Now, now, I think you're being unfair because she did- Make a huge speech at the mall at the end. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> no, no, it's never been done. And she c- clearly explained what's happening. And my favourite line where I finally burst out laughing and I was like, oh, Fine. oh we'll come to that. No, you I laughed didn't. At this movie. I snickered once. You I laughed snickered at once. this movie. You found it hilarious. I snickered once. I burst out laughing at this point when she said, I thought I wanted a holiday, but all I wanted was you yeah. on all the holidays. And weekends and even weekdays, maybe. I was like, what? And then, and then, this is where I really burst out laughing. We both laughed at this point. Santa at the mall was crying. Yes, <laughs> yes. That was, and completely, that was brilliant. Completely unironically was the worst thing about it. It's not like they cut to like some Santa like sobbing or anything. You know, it's not like they tried to make a joke out of it. They just cut to this mall Santa with a single tear rolling down his cheek yep. as he slowly wiped it away. And it's like, mate, you have lost touch with the common man. This is this is not what this movie is. <laughs> well, that's the problem with the whole movie is that it feels like all of it should be ironic because it plays on so many things that have been done time and time again. And, like, seriously, we're still doing it in 2020? Like, we have the hysterical woman at the start who, you didn't get me a present. And, you know, I said I didn't want a present, but I didn't mean it. Like, and, you know, she's single and she's upset and... You know, he's just some player who's been wronged. Oh, my God, it was so boring. <laughs> Sorry, I was, just don't men, have anything good to say. Men are pretty dumb, though. In that, in, in his introductory scene where he's, that tell, where he's telling this girl he doesn't want to be with her and then she starts blowing him, so he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, but again, mate, like- You're dumb. What? No, that's, that brings up massive- issues of consent and like it just plays on the fact that no men are idiots men just like sex and well i mean we, you know we do. if you just give it to them they'll shut up mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you you have nothing to say there <laughs> it was problematic <laughs> the mother from titanic was being true to form marrying her daughter off at the first chance that's true maybe this is like a weird spiritual secret to titanic <laughs> That makes me like this movie so much more that maybe that's the connection here. No. Is that, like, Rose DeWitt Bukata's mother has, like, transcended time and space. I, I like that. I well, like she, that. she says to her daughter when she's talking about the reckless aunt who is still single at her age, God forbid, she says she's going to die alone in a diaper and a wheelchair. Is that what you want? That was an actual line in this film. And I was like, "Um, if you're married for 50 years to someone 
you know that can still happen, right? You can die alone in a diaper and a wheelchair. Yeah, well, because like, we, we never saw Emma Roberts' dad. Was he dead or had he oh, left Oh, that was never something? covered. And I thought, okay, is this why the mum is so... Bitter, yeah. Bitter in particular about, you know, you're but you're just a train wreck, darling. Case, you need explain to... it. <laughs> well, yeah, explain it. Like, ugh, anyway, but her whole family was at her. And then at the end, that's the turning point for Emma Roberts' character, which I can't even remember her name. I don't remember any of their names. But her turning point is her family saying to her, your personal life is always a train wreck, you know, and it impacts on their holidays. And I'm like, well, you're the ones bringing it up. Yeah. You're the ones constantly at her for being single. Like, she didn't mention it. So let's talk about the filmmaking then. Oh. So why was there a map? Where did, where did the map come into it? It never came back. Yes, yeah, structurally, Ugh. I feel like there's many problems with this film from the get-go. I, I I think the screenplay is weak to begin with. I think directorially there are some interesting choices. <laughs> As you say, that the map that comes up, I was confused at first, and I actually said to you, oh, okay, so she's in Chicago, where is he? It was and just different you suburbs said, of Chicago. Oh, he's in Chicago, just a different suburb. I'm like, oh, that's not that interesting. Why did why did we need to show a map and zoom yep. out and in on the map to and it never comes show back. that? Yeah, it never comes back. I didn't understand that. To me, if you're using a map, it's to show distance. You would ne- you would never bring or, up a map or in a film possibly to show. to show that you know just one suburb over, the same thing was happening. I guess I feel like you, can, do, you but- could do that in a more effective way. Like what you could do is maybe zoom out her window. Yeah, and just yeah. just do a like, or just a not do it because something. it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, like, sorry. It, no, no, no. It didn't I'm, fucking yeah. matter. <laughs> but and then I I kind of understand on the color palette of the film. I get that. Oh, it's I mentioned a, that to you, and if I've noticed that, I'm I'm yeah, not a film person. I get that it's a in quotation marks holiday film, but the coloring of the film is very oversaturated, very contrasty, very really trying to highlight those vibrant colours. But for me, all it does is kind of kill that. Mm. Um, Just a couple of weeks ago, you didn't watch it with me because I don't know what you were doing, but I did Hubie Halloween on the show with our mate Sam from Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. That actually did, and I mentioned this, that did a really effective way of colouring and and lighting that really, it really made me feel like Halloween. Mm. And maybe part of the problem with this film is, as we said, it doesn't focus on a specific holiday. I don't think it really knows what it's going for. Like, if you're a Christmas film, sure, there's a clear way to light and colour this. This is kind of just your generic rom-com with a little tiny holiday flair. And when, and when I say holiday, it literally does like fucking, is it Labor Day? Or there was one where I- Well, I think Labor we Day count is a celebration. In, yeah, we were like, okay, oh my God, there's like over an hour left. How many more holidays do Americans celebrate? Because we were July at- July 4th, yeah. Yeah, we were at July 4th, so Independence Day. And we had already celebrated Cinco de Mayo. And I was yeah. like, these are two of the whitest people on the planet, but sure. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, what else could there be? Labor Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving. We were like, fuck, let's just get to Christmas. Yeah. And you you suggested that we skip through things, which as a movie review podcaster, <laughs> Billy, I don't uh, think your fans would approve. I've, I've never done that before. 
I've never heard <coughs> <it> before. <laughs> Irishman. No no no, 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 no. I was there. I watched The Irishman. I may have done it over four sittings as a miniseries, and I, mm, I may have. Did you finish it? <laughs> let's, let's not get to that. Let's not talk about that. Debatable. Topher's not here. Oh, he'll listen though. <laughs> Hi, Topher. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um. But, yeah, so I feel like visually the film just didn't really know what it was trying to do, and I think that's very clear in watching I think watching they just the had a big costume budget for holiday theme dressing. Yeah. And they were like, cool, let's make a film out of that because that's about all it has to hang on. What I did like, though, that's right, I'm going to bring up something I liked. Mm. I quite liked the soundtrack to the film. Oh, really? I think that the didn't notice it. I think that the score and the the songs that were chosen were like the one thing that really kind of I wouldn't say kept me going, but it was decent. <laughs> well, though you did complain profusely about the rap in the credits. Oh, <laughs> and no, I was like, that was just terrible. turn it off. <laughs> no, because that was clearly written for this film, and it was abysmal. Yeah, it was worse than a Disney credit song, like, which is always you know that I'm pretty bad. fly. Um, and I'm pretty, you know, hashtag thug life. Like I, I cruise down the street, rocking out some damn, it feels good to be a gangster every now and then. So, mm. you know that I know my rap. Um, this was not lit fam. Just, <laughs> just saying, just so the kids know that I'm cool and I'm with them. Dude, this ain't it. I don't think kids are listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not. Hi kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I said before, you were loving this movie up. I you, wasn't. You laughed several times. I didn't. I snickered. No, you you laughed. Uh, you lolled. You I lulled. didn't. Right? What? Early on, there was a, a really bad joke that was made and you lolled. And I turned to you and I was like, oh, my God, this- I don't know if I can be with this woman anymore. I can't remember what it was. Did you write down what it was you lolled at? I, I didn't loll. I snickered. It was when the girl at the post office or- Returns counter, that's what it was, um, where they met. Oh, and they hated each other at first. Such original. Yeah, original. Um, the girl behind them who kept interrupting them said something about tattoos or I made a bad decision or something. Uh, and yeah. she pulled it up and it wasn't clear. I, I didn't pick who it was at first, but Emma Roberts says, is that Matt Lauer? And I and I. I snickered a little at that point because that is pretty funny. And she was just like, yeah, I was really into to the day, Today Show. Because <laughs> as you will remember, I used to watch it. You did. Used I would to, watch you the, did next, used to like the, the next Today day show. Yeah, <laughs> at like did. 10 a.m. when I was, <laughs> I was pregnant and vomiting and it was a happy thing that was on TV. Just go stuff yourself. Yeah. I don't make fun of your Matt Lauer tattoo, though. I don't have a Matt <laughs> I would never. How dare you? Not that sex pest. You also then laughed when there was a poo joke because, of course, it's a rom-com, so it has a poo yeah, joke. Yeah, that felt super cool when we I, got to that point. I, I, was might like, have, Great. I might have zoned out there because I didn't understand why she took the laxatives. No, she didn't. Her, her sister kept feeding them to her because she thought they were something and then- the sister was like, oh, no, they're laxatives. I, oh, who knows? So who carries who around cares? a purse full of laxatives? Because weren't they at a she, nightclub or no, something? No, it was when – remember when she was getting her into the pirate wench corset at home? They were at home. No, I missed all she that gave because them I didn't a tab- understand the She the gave her a tablet either. for some reason. I can't even remember what. doesn't really – like, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> and then she kept them with her. She took them to the nightclub. She left in stomach pain and the sister was like, oh, no, they were laxatives. And I was like, oh, great. Now we're going here. And I think this is 
where I was like, okay, I think I know what this film wants to be. It wants to be Bridesmaids. Yes. That's what I find weird about the film. I'm glad you brought that up because what I find really strange is that there's so much of it that seems very family-friendly rom-com. Every now and then they drop a word out there like come or like, you know, they'll say fuck multiple times she in one scene. She said slut shaming early on and I was like, don't pretend for a second that this is a modern film and you're <laughs> cool. Like, no, it's not. But you can't just go talking about cummies in a family rom-com. Don't say- oh No, God. cummies are inappropriate. You, you don't, don't bring up cummies. You saying cummies is inappropriate. <laughs> but, I begged you not to. But, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I was like, this movie wants to be a lot edgier than it is. Yeah. And, like, the most unrealistic thing of all time happened because she had- terrible, you know, gastro diarrhea symptoms, whatever. And then he's hosing her off in the bath. Yeah. And she's like sitting there like, don't look at me. I I'm mean, like, why, just, how did he get the, shower, the hose mate. in the first place, love? Of course he had to look at you to come in the room yeah. and then aim it at your back. She could and have then, showered herself. Yeah, oh, easily. And then, wait for it, then they make love. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's no one. For those who haven't seen the movie, they don't make love there in the bath. No. While it, like it, <laughs> with a bath full of hosed off movie. shit. Like. No, no. They they then go to bed and, you know, he's looking after her because no holiday left behind. And oh, then they just become like really romantic together. And I'm like, that doesn't happen. No woman on the planet feels like doing it. After she's shat herself multiple times <laughs> and had someone hose her down. Oh, is there anything oh sexier? God. Is there anything sexier oh. than being hosed down like a whale at SeaWorld? Like- oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, I just, I felt Emma Roberts deserved better than this script. <laughs> yeah. Than this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was, he can go back to home and away. <laughs> yeah. So, and not only are these two not likable. No one is likable. Kristen Chenoweth, what has she done to her face? I feel like people used to like Kristen Chenoweth and she used to do- Look, she's a, she's a musical sweetheart, but I will say she, she did look a little like a leather purse in this, but perhaps that was the character they were leaning into as well. She was meant to be the unstable aunt. She was always bringing a holiday, which is where Emma Roberts got the idea, mm. you know- and then she found happiness and love in the end. And I was like, oh, kill me now. <laughs> Great. Oh, I was just so done with it. And that was like 10 minutes in. <laughs> I think even two minutes in, you and I said to each other, this isn't good. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a rough start because our little turdy kids were coming out of bed. But. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have kids. <laughs> that's that's your catchphrase. Hi, Toph. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now, buddy. You're in it. Oh, and what about the scene in the nightclub where that's their first holiday, the New Year's Eve? Yeah. And uh, and she, you know, um, meets the girl in the bathroom who's crying because, I don't know, there's like uh, a stain on yeah, her dress. Yeah, she's red wine. Yeah. Well, that didn't look like red wine. I thought it actually looked quite classy. I was like, that's a nice dress. Well, they, they, white they dress, said big it, red they, flower on it. They said it looks like a flower. And she's crying and she's like, my my whole life I've wanted to get engaged on New Year's Eve. And I was like, that's not a goal people have. Like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? And then so Emma Roberts and her switch dresses. But she is a very curvaceous girl 
and Emma Roberts is, you know, like the size of my finger, where are her organs in her body? No one knows. And I was like, there is no way those dresses fit those two people. But, you know, she dances in it. She has the the big dirty dancing moment with him where he lifts her up and then you hear a rip and he looks down and you have to assume her boobs are out or whatever and it's mortifying. But then the very next scene where they're icing themselves after falling over, her dress isn't ripped. Yeah, I was, I was like, confused about that. The basic continuity is really yeah, bad. Yeah, I, w- I was wondering if maybe it just like slid down or something, but they do no, they add, did they a, add a rip sound They effect. add a very, very loud ripping sound. They yeah. were super into their special effects in this movie. <laughs> sound effects. And oh, remember the phones when they were on the phone to each other, video chatting each other? Yeah. And so we had to do the two side-by-side, you know, phone screens, and I was like, cool. Yeah, that was that, pointless. That whole thing has become a new filmmaking technique that I'm not mm. I'm not a big fan of. And I get that, you know, now that instant messaging has become such a huge thing, I get it. There needs to be some way to visualize that on screen. I just don't love the way it's often done. You know, like Well, and it's not necessary to the film. Well, yeah, that's true. At all. Yeah. And then you <laughs> This was my favourite part of the film when you and I got confused about whether yams and sweet potatoes are the same thing. Oh, yeah. And so we needed to look it up. Yeah, so I looked that up. That's actually really interesting. I forgot to explain the the end end result of that to you. I thought that's what Americans called sweet potatoes. Yeah, so forgive me if I'm wrong, Americans, because I'm not American. I don't know if you can tell that from my voice and stuff. I'm not American. (laughs) But so they do call them yams. They do call sweet potatoes yams to the fact where now sweet potatoes, like when you buy them in a grocery store, they usually say yams, but it's now a legal requirement for them to also say sweet potato. So they're called like yam sweet potatoes. What? Because you can also get yams over there. The reason they call sweet potatoes yams is because when the Africans first came over, they (laughs) thought- By choice, (laughs) came over. (laughs) They thought the sweet potatoes looked like- Yams, which are, which is an African vegetable, which is similar to a sweet potato, but kind of barkier and larger. Oh, okay. And so you can get those in the States as well. They, they taste very, very different, though, which is why she specifies sweet potatoes, not yams. Yeah. Because if she just said yams, they probably would have bought sweet potatoes because that's what American calls sweet potatoes. But they're wrong. <laughs> oh, that film just gave so much to us. It did. It did. I liked that. I, I, I liked the distraction for a second about where we had to discover what well, the M's were. As you, can, as you can hear, I spent quite a long time reading about sweet potatoes. And, and I was M's. intrigued because I didn't want to focus on the screen. <laughs> oh, and hang on. Can we just talk about as well where he starts describing her features. That's his moment where he, like, becomes vulnerable. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like it's like the old winner date with Tad. Was- you have ten smiles. I- okay, my notes are he starts describing her features, those lips that just want to be kissed, <laughs> Some- something about her thighs, I think. And then I wrote, we are officially in you have 10 smiles territory. <laughs> yeah. The and that's is, not a good thing. No, the difference is that when a date with Dad Hamilton absolutely rocks. I it's, love that movie. Oh, mm, but that, okay. yeah, that, not that, that thing is so overdone. Very overdone by this point, people. Yeah. It was, oh, it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are you scoring this? One out of ten. I One. never want to see this film again. Okay. Bad Thanks day. for making Bad me watch it. Bad day to be Netflix. I'm, I'm a two out of ten. Uh, <sighs> in typical Billy form, always rating bad movies slightly higher. <laughs> slightly higher? You gave AI an eight. Christ. Yeah, because AI fucking rocks. <laughs> Topher messaged me and he was like, hashtag hate on Noosk. Oh. 
and I appreciate the support, Tove. <laughs> Someone has to live with him. <laughs> well, speaking of Tove, he will hopefully be back week after next. Next week- He's um, very sleep deprived <laughs> and that's fair enough. Next week, I've got a, another great guest coming on the show. I'll be joined by Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast, one of my absolute faves. We'll be talking about the new horror movie, The Empty Man, next week. And I just want to give a quick plug here as well to um, last week's amazing guest, Sam Hurley, who I love. He has just written and published his first novel Whoa. called Compliance. Yeah. So, good on you, Sam. You can pick it up on Amazon and there is a small print run that he's doing in New Zealand. I think that will be coming to other countries too. I've I've got a copy on its way. That's amazing. So, yeah. Go go check that out. Just look up Doesn't Sam he have Hurley. a baby term too? He does have a baby, but unlike Topher, he's not a little crybaby about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> so, you can- um, I mean, follow him on Twitter at Movie Reviews In, and you'll be able to find him there. And, and hopefully, I'm sure he'll put up there where you can get a copy of his book. But you should definitely check that out. All right. That's it. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedathing. And I'll catch you next week. What does Topher always say to someone? Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Hello. What? <laughs> I, just, I had to test the mic. Hello. Piss off. Mm-hmm.